And welcome back to another edition of the Profit Roadmap. I'm Barry Plissy alongside Cody Owen. We really appreciate uh, you guys for tuning in again for another episode of the Profit Roadmap. Wiki, Wiki, what's up? Everyone should give a round of applause for Cody that has made this recording uh, despite the injury that he he incurred earlier today by burning his hand on a car door because, shocker, we live in Texas. It's 110 degrees outside, and you own a black car. They get hot. It was the hood bear. I had popped the hood, and then when I needed to close it, I burned my hand on it. it okay, hurts. let's not make this sound like you're that impressive by popping a hood on your car. You have like an electric automobile. It's not like you're going in, working, and doing a tune-up, slipping out, or, you know, changing out a battery or changing looking, out spark plugs. I was looking plugs. in the frunk, man. You were looking in the frunk? Yeah, the front trunk. The front trunk. Yeah, the frunk. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. I thought we were talking about cars. Yeah, we are. My car has a front trunk or a frunk. It's just smushing two words together. It's what all the kids are doing these days. Smushing things together? You know, creating, you know, shortening language, emojis, all that stuff. That's what kids are doing? Yeah, we're efficient. Mm. Okay, we'll call it that. Speaking of efficiency, great segue. We're really pleased and really excited to welcome back uh, our one of our marketing team gurus. And no, I'm not talking about Cody. Uh, I'm talking about his awesome colleague in the marketing department. We've had her on for a couple of times now, and I'm so excited to have her back because I'm really excited about talking about these subjects. Uh, we would love to welcome back Lisa Marino from our marketing department. Hello! Actually, the, uh, the half-sister of famous Miami Dolphin, Dan Don't Marino. Don't go there. She doesn't Do, like that. I am that. not the half. I'm the cousin. Get it right now. <laughs> that is also not true. That is not true. <laughs> I mean, it, it kind of works out, though. You're from, like, the same area and everything. I mean, all joking aside. And you know what? You, you, do, have, you do have similar wonderful eyes. We got the blue eyes. Yes. Got the dark hair. It would be no surprise if somewhere in my family tree we are related. Yeah, exactly. So it's not as far-fetched as, as, as some might seem. But uh, we digress a little bit. We do that often here on the show. Like how I'm Brad Pitt's ugly cousin. Yes. Not as far-fetched. Yeah. Emphasis on the ugly. <laughs> Big emphasis. We're just getting in on the fun. We're lugging this game. Just kidding. This is what my whole he's life so, is at Service Autopilot, guys. Just my coworkers so ragging on me. Got to make you rough around the edges, man. You're, you know, you're part of that generation. You know, you need to... We need to whip you in shape, you know? Yeah, I didn't get beat up at school enough. <laughs> That's it. That's what's wrong with my generation. There weren't jerks at our school. There weren't jerks at your school? No, I got beat up all through elementary school. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. So maybe consider that while you're being mean to me. I wasn't being mean to you, so. but This I, is kind of a low energy episode I will, for me. Yeah, I will. I will I, well, okay, let's bring up the energy then. So. I had fajitas for lunch. Yes. It kind of brings you down. He's injured. But you know what's you know what else kind of you know I kind of gets you hand. in a rut? Kind of gets you in a rut though, is is the busy time of season. You know, the busy time of year. A lot of our a lot of our members and a lot of our listeners are in their busy season, right? It's hot outside. It's hot outside. It's freaking summer, it's as we mentioned. You just burned your hand on the car. Putting me in sleepy time mode. I know, man. You're ready to take a nap. I can tell you need to drink some coffee. So let's I'll get Vol- right let's get Volpe in here and get some espresso going. So um so Lisa, gr- this is a great time to ask this kind of question is like, you know, marketing usually for most of our listeners and everything, marketing is usually something that's kind of pushed to the side 
or reserved for when things aren't a rush, things aren't busy. And with this kind of being the busy time of year for a lot of our listeners, as I mentioned a moment ago, um, it, it doesn't mean to stop marketing, right? I mean, you should still continue to marketing. Am I wrong? Correct. No, you should not be stopping. You should never stop marketing. So when, you know, what, what, uh, let's kind of just to tackle the, the elephant in the room here. What, like, what is one, if you could, if you could just tell all of our business, all of the business owners that listen to the show, like one thing where they could continue, this is an example of continual marketing that is low energy, but like Cody, <laughs> like Cody at the moment, but high, you know, uh, uh a high reward or at least a decent amount of reward considering the effort that you got to put in and you've obviously got to run the business too. Upsells. That's the thing right now is upselling. And if you can get that automated, that is going to be your big win because as we're talking about, it's a busy time of the year. You may not have the time to send out emails one by one, but if you can combine something where once a service is completed and it sends automatically sends an email to somebody upon that completion with a note saying not only was your service completed but have you thought about this and this you'd be surprised at how much of a return you can get off of something like that it's just stuff we don't necessarily think about or have the time to do anything you can get automated whether it's your estimate follow-up campaigns, your welcome emails, or these, you know, completion emails with an upsell hook, that would be fantastic. Uh, And it can be anything from uh, you do a one-time mow for someone and you want to send them a service completed, so send them an email talking about weekly mowing services. Um, It could be something along the lines of, and I love positioning stuff like this, like the, we found some issues while looking at your yard. I noticed that your property could use flowers, mulch, fertilization, cleanup, whatever the case may be. Your beds look like crap. Exactly. We want to put a splash of color in there so that you won't be the laughing stock of your entire block. I wouldn't necessarily phrase it that way, but yeah, that's the gist. So we're trying to do like an edgy, genuine marketing tone. Edgy is good. Comical is good. Telling them that their yard looks like crap, eh, you may want to avoid that. Probably probably a good call. I'm just saying if you gave me more money, your yard wouldn't look like crap. <laughs> Man, master marketer over here. Super low energy today. Yeah, it's the lowest effort marketing copy. I could just imagine you in the cleaning industry too. You know, like your house looks like crap even though I just cleaned it. You need to your upgrade fridge. to the gold package. Bro, I opened your fridge. I opened your fridge and it smelled like my gym bag. <laughs> And I think that there was. And Cody uses Peloton, so we know his gym bag is used regularly. Uh, Yeah, I think there was some sentient cheese in the back corner. Oh my gosh. Oh man. I'm concerned for you. I'm concerned for your safety in this home. I'm concerned that something's going to crawl out of your fridge and eat your children. Only $39.95. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The ultimate fridge cleanup package is at least $89.95. So, so okay, we t- could this also be a good opportunity? We talk about upsells here, Lisa. Could this also could be a good opportunity to maybe go back and recapture those estimates uh, before you got busy um, that haven't been answered, that you never got those no answers on or you got no's on? Hey, have you reconsidered using our service? Or, yeah, or they told you they went with somebody else. Now's yeah, the time. How, yeah, now's the, the time that your competitors falling down on the job, not doing it. It's a good time to tap those people. Yeah. And don't forget, a lot of times, you like think about it from even the retail perspective. You look up a product, 
and you may even you may even ask a couple of questions, read some reviews. It doesn't mean you necessarily purchased anything yet. Mm-hmm. You could just be taking your time. So even an estimate taking some tires. <laughs> exactly. That's a little older. Doesn't mean that they've gone with someone else. It just means that they just may still be making that decision or they may have gotten busy and forgotten about it. Not a bad idea to follow up. They with them remember again. it every Saturday morning when they go out to mow and they hate themselves. Right. But they're busy during the week and they need you to go tap them on the shoulder again and say, Hey, take care of that for you. You just pay me. For eighty nine ninety five. <laughs> yeah, I'll clean your fridge. Yeah, clean your fridge. It's <laughs> actually an offer I'm extending to Profit Roadmap listeners. Eighty nine ninety five plus travel and uh, lodging, and I will clean your fridge. Yeah, we got a we have a listener that like lives in like Boise, Idaho, right? So you're wanting him to fly you out Dude, to I'm Boise? In. I'll go to Boise. For eighty nine ninety five plus travel. It's a yeah, very, they're paying for the travel and the rental car. And the I'm lodging. not no, I'm not arguing your side of the deal. I'm saying that someone's getting screwed on this and it's not you. <laughs> so um I'm only available on weekends. Oh my gosh. Will you do uh, a colleague discount? Can you come over this weekend? Ooh, there's a there's an offer. Yeah, but you got to pay for my Uber. Uber? Oh, no, yeah, because we, we don't want Cody to burn his hand on his car again. I don't, yeah, I don't, we don't want wear want and tear on my vehicle. Really? That car can drive itself to my house. I'm just going to send it with a rag in the front seat. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and clean your fridge yourself, Lisa. <laughs> Here's a tip for you. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> this joke isn't going anywhere. <laughs> So where, where I would like to go, Lisa, we talk about so we talk about upsells. We talk about going back to the people that um, maybe told you no or there was no answer or anything. What's another good example? Of really quick, um, you know, what's another really quick idea as far as you know something that we can get out fast, something that I can do in passing in the morning. I got my cup of coffee. I just got my schedules out for the day, and I'm like, you know what? I can send this quick little message out. I can do this one little thing. What's what's another good option there? You can do a bulk email blast to everybody that's on your list very easily. If you're using, especially if you're using a platform like Service Autopilot, you'll just be able to pretty much create your list real easily and send a template. And let I, I, I'm very heavy on email because that's really where my heart lies, where specialty is. If, you, if you're not running an email campaign, then it, it's, it's silly in my opinion. And here's why, because emails are virtually free uh, and they are the open it's an open line of communication directly with your customer and it can be done in bulk it's not a one-on-one so in my opinion if you're going to be running something definitely be running email but setting up a quick template it, emails don't always have to be beautifully designed right you don't always have to have an image in them so something you can do really quick in the morning is just pull your list and think about a service that you really want to promote uh, go for like a service that the the majority of your customers are not doing right now, if you can think about that, because then that will let you send just a full blast to your list and a quick message that's just a personal message. Think of it that way from you to that reader, right? Hey, uh, we've got this going on right now. Really think you should consider um, this service can be three lines. It's just a quick email that you're getting out there right now um, that would probably take you all of five to seven minutes to set up. You could, so like for 
for people who are operating on like you've got people on biweekly schedules and it would probably be you know it'd be more advantageous to your business you'd increase your your profit margins on that service if those customers bumped up to weekly so you could hit everybody in service autopilot it's really easy to hit everybody who's running a biweekly service shoot out an email to them and if you're lawn care you know the, the grass grows more in the summer it you know you're getting thunderstorms coming through and then it's hot and it's sunny and the grass grows real quick and you can lean into those pain points of like hey we know that a weekend your yard starts to you know need some help and we want to be there every week to do that or if you're cleaning like people have kids at home all day during the summer now like their house is getting messier because there's kids running around smearing spaghetti sauce on the walls and whatever else it is children do i don't have any kids there i don't remember what it was like to be a child you still smear spaghetti sauce on the walls. Look, man, I told you about that in confidence. Sorry. I mean, what? <laughs> but yeah, so just like think about what what's low-hanging fruit for you, someone that, something that you haven't tapped in a while. You bring up a really good point about timing too, talking about the summer specifically. Most homes are bought and sold in the summer. So if you are out and about and notice a property, and this doesn't always pertain to email, it could be a door hang or a leave behind, you notice a house that's for sale, come up with a quick note or a quick flyer that basically says improve the curb appeal of your house. So somebody's selling their home, that would be a great way or you get a word of maybe there's somebody uh, who's a current customer who gives you the heads up, hey, we're going to be selling a house just giving you a heads up. Talk about doing some special work around the house to improve the curb appeal of it. That's a great summertime thing. And in the future, like going forward, thinking about summers in the, you know, the coming years, it's worth it to network with local realtors to, to have those opportunities to spruce up their properties because a lot of realtors are interested in having those relationships, having you come out and throw down some color real quick. And it'll be a real easy job for you and keeps that relationship alive with them. And you build a rapport like that, which then could lead to them even possibly giving you a heads up of new homeowners. So then you get in with a new homeowner and you're like, hey, welcome. Maybe give them a little welcome gift, bring them a basket. Did say, you like the welcome. way this looked when you bought it? <laughs> exactly. Was Let's it still keep it that be that way. way. Wasn't, wasn't that yard beautiful? So wasn't, wasn't it move-in ready when you got here? It was all clean. Would you like your Would you like your lawn emerald or? I prefer my yard the color of a toasted marshmallow. That's where I like to keep it. That's where you like to keep it. Well, you're yeah. living in the right state, so it's, don't, no, it's just, doing really well. The Google just, Maps photo of my house looks like absolute trash. I hate it. It makes me angry when I look at my house in Google Maps because uh, I've done a lot of work to make it much greener. But Google Maps hasn't updated. Hear that, business owners in our area? Cody's looking for someone to improve his Google image. But uh, Lisa, to, not to go too back, far back in the conversation, but I, I think I think something kind of got lost in the nuance there of what you were talking about because I, I get this. I have this conversation quite a bit, um, kind of periodically, but quite a bit uh, with sales leads or people that have signed up with Service Autopilot too. In general, when, they, when we talk about email capability through the system, now I don't want to get into the system's capability, so to speak, but the discussion point that gets brought up is that email, where you say your heart lies, <laughs> I get this, this, this. I call it a misconception that email is, is a dying thing. Oh, God, no. It's quite the so, opposite. So, yeah, talk a little bit about that. For those people who are on the fence or, or think that email is becoming a little bit more archaic or people who feel like that people don't read their email, why, why is email so effective just 
boiling it down. I know brass tacks here a little bit. Hey, just real quickly for the 25-year-old in the room, what's an email? Seriously. I'm totally messing with you. I check my email every day. Like, don't even. Uh, So it's funny that you bring that up because I just recently did a presentation specifically on email marketing. And as part of that presentation, I pulled all new stats on email marketing. And what they're finding out more and more is that people are way more likely to read their email than they are to see your message in Facebook. So not to say, and and I want to make this perfectly clear, the things I'm about to say does not mean you shouldn't be running Facebook ads. I absolutely think that you should definitely be trying them out. Um, But if you're not combining email with it, I'm a big proponent. And I think we actually had a podcast about this where we talked about multi-channel marketing. Yeah, multi-channels, yeah, for sure. So I'm a big proponent of multi-channel marketing. That'll be in the show notes. But some of the stats are like, like your message is five times more likely to be seen in email than via Facebook. Uh, and the fact that emails Say are... Say that number again. I want to emphasize it. Sure. Five times more likely to be seen, your message, five times more likely to be seen in an email than on Facebook. Wow. Than when they're actually going through their Facebook feed. Um, another stat in the fact of 90% of email gets delivered to the inbox, whereas only 2% of your Facebook fans see your posts in their newsfeed. So think about it. Facebook has become just this mass market of advertising and everybody is vying to get your attention on Facebook. Not that they're not vying to get your attention on email, but you have more control over your email. You are scrolling and you can choose what you want to see, when you want to see it. And the thing is, When your email is delivered to your inbox, it's in your inbox. It's there. It is in the recipient's inbox. On Facebook, you kind of go into it with your fingers crossed, hoping that it gets delivered to someone's newsfeed, hoping that you've put enough money into your ad to actually make it in front of that person. Then hope that they haven't just quickly scrolled past your ad. And that they have time to click and do whatever it is right then. Because it's much harder to go find a Facebook ad that you were served a few days ago than it is to find an email whose subject line intrigued you and you like go back to your inbox and find it real quick. Absolutely. That's you know that brings about an interesting point. And so um, you know I have a I have a I have another podcast that I do and I've recently transformed it over to uh, at least on the uh, the image side uh, to be broadcast simultaneously on on Facebook Live, right? So I do a recording of it, put it out on certain platforms like we do here, but we also have vi- I have a video component that I do on Facebook Live and that was something that um, is is interesting because we also talk about we also talk about the clicks to um, and not to get too much far on a tangent of Facebook, but it just it, it brought by it brought to a certain point that you know, when I was broadcasting on YouTube it required the people it required people to see it while they were scrolling and then not only that see it be interested in what I was saying oh hey I'm live right now click this link and you can see what's going on so it, to click the link into YouTube so that they could actually watch the show right um, now the show is right there on Facebook and so I did my first broadcast on average I had you know on conservatively most of my audiences and downloads and things like that don't want to get into it but the 
Um, Bear doesn't want you to judge the number he's well, about to say is what's happening. Yeah, it's exactly that's exactly the point. But li- live broadcasts are pretty modest. It's it's late at night on Sundays, and it was thir- You know, uh, I think my highest live audience was like seventy people, right? Bear going up against that uh, Game of Thrones block. Yeah, on HBO. you know, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough, it's a tough racket. Let me tell you. So, so Sunday um, night. So man. seventy was seventy was my my top. Um, view, my first show, my very first show on Facebook Live when I moved it from YouTube to Facebook Live. So one week I was on, one week I was on YouTube, the other week I was on Facebook, 319. 319 people tuned in. And it was because of that lack of one click. One click. That's all they had to do before, but now it's right there in their feed. Well, and so, Facebook wants to reward you for keeping people on platform like pushing people off platform, like Facebook's not interested in that. They don't make money off people seeing ads on YouTube. That's a fair point. They make money off of people hanging out on Facebook and engaging with content there. Oh, that's a fair point. Okay. So that 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 may be mudding the waters here a bit, but I think w- the, how I want to tie it back into email is it is it is more focused because you know a lot of those 319 views, as Cody just pointed out, Facebook's helping me out there. And also that's also the passerby, right? The quick scan, it's still a touch, right? It's still a touch, it's still a view, it's still a look. But with with email, when people are looking through their email, it's a little bit more intentional, correct? Is that where kind of we're going a little bit? Correct, and Cody brought up a good point too, that it's there, it's always there. Whereas with Facebook, it is a little more difficult. You have to be right in the moment uh, and want to watch something then and there. So stemming off of what you do, like if you had an email list, I would be taking your recording and blasting it out to that email list as well. You know, whether you're directing them to Facebook or you're directing them to, to YouTube, I would still be, it's the combination of those channels. And whereas there are really good points about grabbing people in the moment on Facebook, there's something to be said for email and being able to do it on your time when you are maybe even more susceptible to digesting the information. Like if I am running from one place to another place and I check my email real quick, I'm, I can't digest that. But I'm going to save it and I'm going to go home and then I'm going to open up the email again and I'm going to actually read the email, read the content, figure out what I want to do with it, delete it, go for it, whatever, and then move past it with Facebook, I don't have the option of doing that. If I see something at lunchtime on Facebook, chances are it's one and done for me at that point. I don't have the option of necessarily going back to it. Now, the Facebook Live video is a little different when we're talking about a video because sure. you, you can go back to yeah, it. Yeah, you can search for it a little easier. I can go but, back to your site and be like, oh, let me watch this later. But ads you can't really search for. Like, yeah, like if someone's offering a deal on Facebook while they have work, it's like that nice impulse, like click, I want 20% off on my flower bed installation or 20% off on my spring cleaning. That's really great. Yeah, that is one thing to keep in mind. One thing you can add here to Facebook just to be thinking about this in a multi-channel way is that if you're running an offer on Facebook that has a start and an end time and it's like, you know, essentially a coupon or whatever, it will give them a save offer button. And Facebook will then harass them. Like running offers is one of my favorite things to run on Facebook because Facebook goes and does follow up for you as you approach the expiration of that offer. But ultimately, like this multi-channel system that we're talking about is just making sure that you're not neglecting any of the channels you should be using to get the message that will work in that moment to that 
customer, potential customer. Like we want to be everywhere they're looking. We want them to see us. So just to kind of recap, some quick tips and tricks, upsells, going back to target those, those uh, people who you didn't hear from, people who left you for a competitor, uh, people who said the price was too high at the time, going back to those old, those old estimates, and then um, also offering a, offering a different type of service as well. Um, and then, of course, let's talk about, we also talked about really focusing on email. You know, keeping the multi-channel thing open. Again, those sh- the link to that last show will be in the show notes. But also really focusing on multi-channel. But don't sleep on email. It's not archaic. It's it's permanent. It's there. It's a great reference point. And uh, definitely check those things out. So, Lisa, really appreciate you stepping by today and, and uh, you know, listening to uh, Cody's insufferable pain about his burnt hand. I'll go car. get him a Band-Aid. That's a good call. Um, Could you get me some chamomile nope. tea as well? No. Um, but we we really appreciate all these little quick insights. And this is a really great time of year to kind of just do those one quick things that will really bring some traction back into your business. And you know what else it is? This is just the last point that I want to hammer on is even if they don't take advantage of the offer, again, as you just mentioned again, it's another way to get in front of their face. So just as a reminder that you're there and everything's all good. So, uh, again, Thank you for your time today, Lisa. Really appreciate it. And uh, for Cody Owen, I'm Barry Duplessis. This has been The Profit Roadmap, and uh, we'll see you next time. The music in this episode of The Profit Roadmap was Rip Tide and Summon the Rock by Kevin MacLeod of Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. If you want to check out Kevin's music, it's some good stuff, Incompetech.com.